again, leading gentlemen. Ghost Nobody here, ready to bring you Chapter 51 of Radiance, my Fallout fan fiction. As always, if you can like, subscribe, leave me feedback wherever you can, it's always well appreciated. I always love reading the comments and things like that. Gives you a little bit of a boost, especially when you're feeling down, you know, to see that, you know, your words have touched people all over the world. Gives you a kind of lift that you can't really find anywhere else. So, you can leave it at fanfiction.net, archiveofourown.org, or even at my own website, ghostnobody.com. Just take the five minutes if you got them. Leave me a little like or something. Show me what you feel. Right, let's get on with the show, shall we? Oh, and usual legal disclaimer first. I don't own Fallout or anything to do with it. That's all the work of Bethesda, as is the bugs, the item store, and everything they charge you for in there. I'll just keep the crazy tales. That's all I need. Let's get on with the show. Chapter 51. Fight for your right. Shauna let out a bellowing roar so loud it seemed to shake the whole bunker. Shauna, please, just let me ex... Faith began, but it was far too late for words for Shauna. The red mist had descended and had taken hold of her. The mere sight of the damage done to Timothy's body had provided the spark to ignite the fire. But coming face to face with the perpetrator of said bruises and damage turned that fire into a flame. And then she poured some of her own shame onto it, very over nearly striking him herself. And it acted like pure gasoline, turning the fire into a raging inferno. Once Faith started speaking, Shauna balled her hands into two fists the size of sledgehammer heads, pressing her fingers so tightly in that the veins on the back of her hands were pulsing through her green skin. Without a single hint of warning other than balling her fists, Shauna swung with the full intention to knock Faith's head clean off her shoulders, and given how strong Shauna actually was, that was certainly a possibility. But right now, she didn't care, and she might as well very well end this woman's life. Though through the blind rage, she didn't care, she wanted it. She wanted her dead for what she'd done to him. Faith's eyes went as wide as a pair of plates as she saw the punch incoming, and with the reflexes that a cat or an arachnicai would have been proud of, she just about managed to dodge it. But the power and intention behind it was as clear as day, because as it collided with the wall and the concrete behind her head, where it had only been moments before, it smashed a huge chunk clean out of it. Holy shit! Shauna, please listen to me! Faith yelled as she desperately ducked and sweaved as Orna swung punch after punch at her. But even though her rage clouded vision, Shauna's typically analytical mind was still functioning in the background. So it began to read a pattern to her movements. And with one single adjustment to her own movements, she broke through that pattern. The punch collided with Faith's chest and with such force that she heard the ribs below it go with a series of sharp, sickening cracks. Faith flew backwards like she'd been hit by a truck, sending her sailing down the corridor, where she landed hard on her back, sliding to a halt at the feet of Gregory and Malachi, who were just coming the other way to find out what all the noise was about. Both of their eyes went as wide as dinner plates, as Faith howled in pain at their feet. They looked up and saw Shauna stomping towards them with murder in her eyes. Get seven, now! Malachi yelled to Gregory, who nodded and dashed off into the bunker, as Malachi stepped in between the oncoming Shauna and over Faith. 
fucking move, Malachi. I'm going to kill that fucking bitch. Shona bellowed at the rather nervous, hell, full-on fearful Arachnikai boy, who'd put a sizable bulk in between her and her down target. Stop it, Shona. You don't want to do this. Malachi yelled, holding up his hands in a gesture, trying to ease her fury somewhat. She hurt Timothy, and now I'm going to fucking hurt her. I'm going to show her exactly how it feels to be hurt, alone and scared. I'm going to show her exactly what real fucking fear is. She bellowed back at him, making the large Arachnikai boy flinch, but he held firm. I'm not going to let you hurt her any more, Shona. She's had enough. She's down. She's defenceless. If you want her, you're going to have to go through me. Malachi shouted back, moving himself so that Faith was underneath his belly and protected by his eight legs like a kind of cage made of flesh and fur. You think I don't know what it feels like to be scared, to be hurt, to be alone? That's my every fucking day, Faith said in a weak, rattling, wheezing, but still angry-sounding voice from underneath Malachi, who stood protectively over her. Move, Malachi. I don't want to hurt you too. You're my friend, but she needs to pay for what she's done. Shauna yelled while smashing the side of her fist into the concrete to her side so hard that she cracked it right the way up. That's when Faith started laughing in a bitter-sounding voice which sounded like a slight rattle to it thanks to her broken ribs, which added only a fresh injection of fuel to the flames burning bright inside Shauna's heart. Don't you act so high and fucking mighty. You were going to do exactly the same thing only moments before, because he embarrassed you. So don't you act so fucking high and mighty and get off your fucking high horse. We're not different. We're the fucking same. I didn't mean to do what I did, and I'm not fucking proud of it. I never meant to hurt him. I just lost control. I lost my temper and I... She said, starting in a shout, but ending in a whisper. Before her voice morphed into a full-on whisper, it changed into a full-on sob. We are not the same, Shauna bellowed, and she lunged forward in order to try and shove Malachi out of the way so she could get to the man-beating piece of shit he was shielding. But the young Arachnikai boy was a hell of a lot stronger than he looked. Those feet of his clamped down on the floor, making him hold strong and not even budge an inch as she tried to push him out of the way. Shauna, stop it! Calm down and don't do this! Please! Malachi yelled, grabbing hold of her hands in midair and holding them in place like they were wrestling. She hurt him. She hurt Timothy. And I'm not going to let her get away with it. I have to defend him. I have to make it right. I have to... Shauna began, but she began to, began to waver as the reality of what she was actually doing began to crash in on her. Faith's words were actually starting to ring true in her mind. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Shauna flew backwards before being suspended in the air. She began to thrash around like she could move, and it felt like huge hands were holding her hands above her head. And she looked up and she saw Seven standing behind Malachi with both Ven and Visa at his shoulders. Not one of them looked happy in the slightest. Malachi, bind her hands and feet, please. Seven said calmly, but also very coldly, indicating a sheer level of his anger. That's when the shame and the guilt poured in from both sides, like two dams breaking inside her soul, making her hang her head in shame. 
There's no need. I won't fight you, she said, and Seven looked right into her eyes. There was no rage, no fury, just pure disappointment. And that hurt far, far worse than if he'd actually gone nuclear on her. I'll be the judge of that, and right now I think I need to do it. So please, don't resist, Shauna. He said, his voice echoing the disappointment in his eyes, and she just nodded silently. She doesn't need to be. This isn't her fault. It's mine, Faith said weakly, and Seven switched his gaze to her as Malachi moved off her and onto the down ghoul. Well, as I'm glad you admitted it, but I'll fucking decide what happens from here on out, he said coldly. Malachi stepped forward, and he wrapped layers of silk around Shona's wrists until they were bound together tightly. That's not too tight, is it? He asked, and Shona shook her head as she looked up at him. She could also see the disappointment written all over his face as well, making the guilt infinitely worse. I'm so sorry, Malachi. I never meant for any of this to happen. I hope I didn't hurt you, she said softly. But rather than answer her, he simply looked at her, and then bound her ankles, just like Seven had said until she couldn't move. But he never said a word. Faith kneeled down, Seven kneeled down at Faith's side and looked over at her. I, she began, but Seven held up a hand to silence her. Don't want to hear it. Not yet. All of your ribs are broken and you're bleeding. Malachi, will you take her to the med bay and we'll get you fixed up. Then, and only then, we're going to have a long discussion, he said. I'll be fine, but please, go and check on Timothy. I... I hurt him, she said, sounding forlorn. Seven set Shona down, so she was sat on the floor with her hands and feet bound. Then he turned. Gregory, Ven, you go and check on Tim. I'm pretty sure the last people he wants to see at the moment are any of the girls, he said, and Gregory nodded. With a gesture, he and Ven headed off down the corridor quickly. Seven turned and using his power again he hoisted Shauna up off the ground and made her float through the air towards her room. Once there he placed her down on the bed. I'll be back in a little while and then we're going to sit down and we're gonna all going to talk, he said. And Shauna nodded silently, glad that she didn't actually need the toilet at this time. Shauna sat silently alone in her room with her thoughts and it didn't take for long for all the anger, guilt and shame to well back up. But this time, instead of turning into violence, it turned into the purest of grief. Tears began to stream down her cheeks. She was under no illusions that Timothy would absolutely hate her now. All the work that Seven had done, all the goodwill he'd fostered, and worked so hard to create, she had just undone. But the worst thing for her, and the fact that she had not only scared Timothy, but most likely been the reason that he'd gotten hurt in the first place. Seven eventually returned, after what felt like hours, and she looked up at him hopefully. If Timothy okay? she asked softly, and Seven looked at her, but now at least his expression was somewhat softer. He's pretty shook up, and his nose was broken. But he's been reset and he's okay. Gregory and Runs are looking after him. But he is pretty scared. 
he said, and she nodded, feeling relieved that he was at least okay. He reached out and the bonds around her ankles broke, and then so did the ones around her wrists. Instantly she rubbed them, feeling somewhat relieved. Come on, we have to talk, he said, and she got to her feet and followed him to the lounge, where they found Faith sat in a chair with her chest and ribs bandaged. She removed her, refused to move, meet each other's eyes as they entered. Also present was Marcus, Visa and as well Malachi. Take a seat, because we're going to fucking sort this shit out now, and none of us are leaving this fucking room until it is sorted, Seven said, gesturing to one of the seats, and Shauna moved over and set herself down into one of the large seats Seven moved over and stood in front of Visa, who was glaring at them both menacingly. I've spoken to Timothy, and he's told me what happened, but I want to hear it from both of you two as well. So Faith, you're up first. Let's hear it, Seven said with a gesture. Faith took a deep breath and nodded. I fucked up, majorly, and I know I let it get me out there. I saw what happened between Sean and Timothy. I kind of felt smug about it, and yeah, I know that's fucked up, but it kind of felt like my feelings were being justified. She just kind of made a pass at him, and while he didn't exactly rebuff her, he seemed lost for what to say to her. So he just kind of said the first thing that came into his head. And it was obvious. He got embarrassed and nervous. I guess he's got no experience with women. Not really. Especially when not with non-human women. I thought it was funny. Obviously she didn't. Because she got embarrassed and kind of nearly lashed out at him. And I think for a moment she nearly lost it. But somehow she managed to stop herself at the last moment making him fall over and cower on the floor. And I, um... Fuck it. I know this sounds kind of really bad, but it made me kind of feel good. It made me feel like my feelings towards him were justified. So after she ran off, I just kind of taunted him. I told him that I wished she'd beaten him up. He lashed out at me through, though not violently. He just told me to fuck off and leave him alone. He called me an awful person for wishing violence on him, for nothing. And while I know he was absolutely right, it pissed me off and I just kind of lost it. I hit him pretty hard and it knocked him down. I think I broke his nose. I know I made him bleed. And as soon as I saw his blood, it made me feel scared because I knew in that moment that I'd fucked up, really. But instead of stopping it, I was like I was trying to justify the way I felt towards him. And then I took it out on him. So I doubled down and I jumped on him. I, I, I put a knife to his throat and threatened to cut it. I told him some fucking horrible things. I told him that I could kill him and there'd be nothing he could do about it and no one would really care if I did. I threatened his life. Told him that I was going to hurt him. But, but, but then I, I kind of realised what I was doing. It was like it just all hit me all at once. I realised that by doing what I was doing, I was simply proving to him that non-humans were everything that he and those that he used to be with believed us to be. What he believed me to be. A feral fucking monster. Please, Seven. 
You have to believe me when I say I simply don't have the words to tell you how sorry I am for what I've done to him. He, he, he's not a bad person. But, but what I saw in his eyes, it'll never leave me. He was scared, and I mean fucking terrified of me. But I saw worse, worse than that. He, he just accepted it. He accepted that he was going to die by my hands. And that scared me, badly. That poor man just accepted that I was going to murder him for no reason other than I didn't like what he represented. God, they were right. All this time the fucking Brotherhood were absolutely right. I'm nothing more than a monster, Faith said, and with that she broke down in a flood of tears. Rather than comfort her like he normally would have, Seven simply turned to face Shauna, and she herself felt herself withering under the intensity of his stare. Boy, this human really didn't even need that telekinetic power of his. He could simply stare right into your soul and set it on fire or freeze it like ice. She was really beginning to see what Visa saw in this man, because other than his good looks, he was a being of sheer force and willpower. Visa had told her stories of when they had first met in the quiet hours of how nervous and quiet he was. But now, she could easily see how he hadn't just come out of his shell, but he'd really found himself. And it was rather endearing, to say the least, how he was so willing to stand for every one of them, even stand up against them. Your turn, he said coldly. Shona took a deep breath and tried to stop her hand shaking. She felt like what it was like to be back at school and when she'd forgotten to do her science homework. But this was far, far worse. She knew this man had the power to not only kick her out of this group, but to end her life with nothing more than a single thought. But at that exact moment, she was actually unsure which one would be worse. This group had given her a place in the world, and a purpose for the first time since all this had actually happened. Not only did she feel like she had a real, genuine place in the world, but what it was like to have a real family. So to be evicted out of it because of stupidity, and leaving her now only to make her own way in the world, would be absolutely devastating to her, and she was completely positive it would be a death sentence. So it might actually be more merciful if he were to simply kill her now. At least she knew he had the mercy to make it quick. Well, first thing I want to say is, I'm so fucking sorry. I I never meant for any of this to happen. Things just got out of hand so fast. We were working well together. We just figured out the helmets and a potential way that we could counter it. And we were just kind of getting close. He called me beautiful. And I kind of put him on the spot by asking him what he really meant by it. He told me that I was the most beautiful super mutant girl he'd ever seen. And even though it was stupid, I got mad. Because I felt like he was evading the real question. I just didn't realise that I'd embarrassed him so badly. And I'd put him on the spot. Or just how incredibly shy he actually is. And it embarrassed me. And I lost control. I kind of got angry. 
I kind of just rushed at him, and he fell down in the heat of the moment. I felt like I was going to hit him for embarrassing me. But I came to my senses and stopped myself, and I really scared myself because I kind of realised what I'd just really nearly done, and just how badly I'd scared this poor guy half to death. And if I'm honest, it scared me just as much because of how close I actually came to laying hands on him for absolutely no reason. I should have stayed, and I should have apologised to him right there and then, but I was angry, confused and scared of myself. But then, after I'd calmed down, I realised that I needed to apologise to him, even if he still hated me. I needed to try and make it some way right. And that's when I found him in his room, and I saw what Faith had done to him. I, I lost control. I couldn't handle it. I saw the man that I really like. Hell, I think that after today, I might have even fallen in love with him. And there he was, hurt, scared, grief-stricken, and I just couldn't take it. When I saw her, I didn't know if she was coming back to finish off what she'd started, and I just lost control. But none of it really excuses my actions, Shona said forlornly. No, you're right, it doesn't. None of what either of you did is in any way fucking right, Seven said, looking between them both. First he turned to Faith. You claim you want to protect ghouls, and to work towards making people see ghouls not only as equals, but as the same as they are. Just people, just like them. Do you, in any fucking sense of reality, think that that is what's going to happen if you do something like that to him, to an innocent man? He said, and Faith hung her head so you could see the tears dripping off her chin and onto her knees. I know. I fucked up big time. And I deserve to be punished for it, she said. You're damn right you do. That man did nothing to you. Fucking nothing. But you were ready to take his fucking life away from him. And I know in this world, law and consequence are really nothing more than words. Well, I can fucking tell you right now that that shit stops right fucking now. I swore to make this group, this team, this fucking family, a symbol for people to believe in, something for people to look up to and to emulate, to see how we live, and to try and emulate us, so we can make, they can make their own lives better, by using us as an example, to embrace and celebrate differences, rather than being scared and rejecting them out of hand. To look to us, and to see the possibility of humans and non-humans living and working together, building a new future for themselves, together as one. Not only love one another as well, but how in the name of fuck can I do that, if I ignore things like this? Seven said angrily, glaring at both of them, but he was far from finished. He strode towards Faith, and she looked up at him and tried to hold his withering gaze. I know you hate the fucking Brotherhood, and with good reason. But you need to understand that not every single human or every single person is a racist or a bigot, just like not every ghoul is a fucking feral. But you have to start treating people as fucking people, and that means every person, regardless of who they are or what they are or where they came from. 
that man was born into the Brotherhood and raised by them. And still he rejected their ideology in favour of ours, despite having it crammed down his fucking throat from birth. We gave him a chance to prove himself to us, prove himself worthy to join us, to walk with us, to work with us, and to come with us on our journey through this life. And that's exactly what he did. He worked with us, to help to free the claws from the enclave, people he should, by all right, hate with an absolute passion given what he's been given from birth by the people who raised him. He didn't have to in reality. He could have simply refused, told us to return him to the Brotherhood, and I would have done it. He's not a prisoner here, but you apparently think it's absolutely fine to inflict violence on him and to threaten his fucking life over as nothing more than a stupid fucking argument, all because you were in a position of power over him, because he was unarmed and he was the newcomer, Seven yelled. Faith hung her head lower and she sank into the seat as the weight of Seven's anger pressed down on her like a ten-ton weight. Well then, Visa here is unarmed. Would you like to try the same shit with her? Seven said, snarling, gesturing to the angry-looking claw stood directly behind him. And right on cue, Visa snarled low and menacingly, flicking her claws out so they extended slightly, and the light glinted off them, showing off their razor-sharp edges. Oh, wait, no. Your problem isn't with her, is it? It's with smooth skins, right? Well, how about me, then? You want to try that shit with me instead? Seven snarled, and Faith actually looked scared now. She glanced at Marcus, but to his credit, the male ghouls simply glared at her disapprovingly. No, she stammered. Oh, and why is that, then? Is it because you know I'd turn you into a soda can before you even got a chance to get out of the fucking chair? Or is it because... Seven said, and with that, Sheila felt a powerful shift in the air pressure. When she glanced back to Seven, a breath caught in her chest. Her heart began to hammer in her chest and she saw him. There were wings on his back again, or what appeared to be wings, made what looked like pure black energy of some kind. But they were unmistakably wings. His whole body was surrounded by the same aura of black energy. I haven't made you angry enough. Or maybe you don't think you're strong enough. Seven was finished. And when Faith looked up at him again, she looked completely terrified by the sight she saw. What, what, what are you? She exclaimed, pushing herself back into the chair. And Seven simply looked at his hand, rather nonplussed, which looked like it was burning with black, pure and white fire. His hair was stood up and waving around like tentacles that crackled with the same energy that flowed around him. Me? I'm a human. Nothing more than a simple smooth skin. But then maybe I'm also more. And before you say it, not because of what I can do, it's because of who I am. It's really easy to lash out in anger at those around us, especially at those that anger us. Hell, if I wished to, I could turn you into a fine paste before you've had a chance to blink. But that's not who I am. I believe the only place that violence and power of this kind has in this world is to be used for good, to help the people who need it, to protect them, to save them, to defend them. It needs to be controlled, to be channeled and used for what's good. 
and that's what you need to fucking learn, he said. And with that, he snapped his fingers, and in the blink of an eye, went back to normal. And then he turned to look at Shauna. That goes for both of you, he said. Like an epiphany out of the blue, suddenly Shauna understood perfectly what he was saying. She remembered how he had looked back at Paradise Falls. This was his anger, his fury, his raw, unadulterated power that simply begged him to release it and to use it to punish those he saw as guilty, to let its strength flow through him and used in any way he saw fit. But she could see it in his eyes, a silent promise that he had sometime made to himself to only ever use this gift to protect, to defend and to save people. It would be supremely easy for him to simply walk into any place he wanted and just with a mere thought, level it. He could wipe out the entire of the chapter of the Brotherhood in DC with nothing more than a snap of his fingers and the rage to back it up. But that's not who he was. He reined it in. He controlled it through his sheer willpower and through his discipline. And that's what he was trying to show them. If you have the strength, you need to use it correctly. If you lash out in anger, then you lose. If you let the anger within you win, then you really lose. So here it is, you two. My ultimatum and my judgment. Faith. I'm giving you one last chance to prove yourself to us. But as of now, my trust in you is gone. And you're going to have to earn it back if that's what you want. If you ever, and I mean this, ever raise your hands to another member of this group or someone under its protection again, I'll make you pay for it. And trust to me is everything. If I can't trust you, I can't allow you to be around us. I can't take that chance. All these people have put their faith and belief in me to lead them and to protect them, whether I like it or not. So this is how it is. If you want to be among us, you answer to me now, whether you like it or not. If that's not what you want, then by all means leave. Go back to fucking Underworld. No one is going to stop you or chase after you. But if you want to be among us, to see where this rude takes us, you have to earn it. And you have to follow our rules to the fucking letter. And you get those fucking issues and that temper of yours under fucking control. Or I'll fucking do it for you. And trust me, you won't like my way. If you need help, we will give it. But you need to accept that this fault is yours. And you must want to get better. Otherwise, you never will. And someone like that has no place in this group. He said flatly. Faith looked truly and utterly amazed that Seven was actually willing to give her another chance. But then she looked shocked. How, how did you know that I wanted to come with you? I haven't said that to anyone. She exclaimed and Seven smirked. You think you're the only one who has eyes everywhere? Let's just say I, have, I know people with skills you wouldn't believe. He said. Now Marcus looked shocked and turned to her. You want to go with him, Faith? To leave Underworld? He asked and she nodded. I've travelled this world for over 200 years, Marcus. And while I love it at Underworld, it's really just more of the same. 
division, segregation, us hiding in a fucking hole in the ground, hoping no one finds us. These people are the first ones I've seen in over 200 years and genuinely trying to make things better for everyone. They're all truly good people, and I want in. I want to be a part of the message that they are trying to spread. I agree with them. It's simply not up to humans to simply just accept us for who we are. It's up to us to show them who we can be, and that we can be trusted. But that we are no different from them in any way that really counts. It's all in the actions. If normal people see us standing for them, when no one else will, not even their own, and only when will they start to truly see us for who we really are. It's up to us to prove that we are worthy of the trust that we want. Just like it's up to me now to prove to Seven that the chance he's giving me is not going to be squandered, Faith said, and Seven nodded approvingly. I'm very glad that you finally fucking see that. Maybe you're not such a lost cause after all. But I do stand by what I said, Faith. If you ever raise a hand to one of my people or someone under our protection again, you'll find out that I'm a man of my word. I protect my people, and there is no length that I will not go to to protect, defend, or even avenge them. They showed me who I really am when I was lost in this world, scared, alone and vulnerable. They protected me, helped me, and in the case of this glorious woman right here, loved me. Now I do the same for every one of them. Well, except for the love part. That's for her on her alone, Seven said, stroking Visa's long arm. I swear to you this, Seven. I'll never do this again. I will try to get some help with my issues. And I will apologise to Timothy, either in private or before everyone, if that's whatever it takes, to show all of you that I'm serious about this. To serious about where I want to be now, she said. Seven nodded, and then he turned to Shauna. I'm going to put the same to you, Shauna. You may not have struck him, but the intent was there. Your only saving grace here is that you got yourself under control when it really mattered. So I'm not going to be as harsh with you, because I can see there was something in the, in you that protected him from you. And that's important, I think. But you need to learn to channel that anger where it needs to be. And we can help you with that. That poor man did absolutely nothing wrong. All he did was let his shyness get the better of him. And that's not something he can help or really control. Just needs to be something that he needs to learn to deal with. And you really nearly punished him for it. Think about how he feels here for a moment. Here he is totally and utterly outside of his comfort zone fighting against everything he's been taught and shoved down his throat from the single moment that he was able to talk and walk. There he was, trying his hardest to make sense of the strange feelings he was having, desperately trying to take these first steps down this path that both scares the shit out of him, but in some way excites him. And then you lashed out at him for the first time that he stumbled, when all you should have done is helped him to understand. You had a real chance to show him where he went wrong. But instead, you reinforced the stuff that was shoved down his throat since he was born. 
he said, and Shauna felt the tears beginning to fall as his words tore into her soul and tore it into shreds one piece at a time. But then a realisation also hit her, and she looked up at Seven, and she saw no malice or anger in his eyes this time. It was simply only pity, and maybe what looked like sorrow. He told you these things, didn't he? She said, and he smiled sadly and nodded. Some of it. The rest I pieced together from what he was actually saying by looking between the lines. The fear had hold of him tightly, and it took quite a while for me to pry it loose. Now I don't know if he'll be willing to give you another chance, with his heart given that you very nearly tore it from his chest. Well, quite literally so. But he's willing to continue to work with him. But let me make a suggestion for you here. Pride is important. Trust me, I'm a living embodiment of it at times. But just like I did, you need to learn when you need to put it to one side, just to show someone that their feelings are worth more to you than your own pride. Because if you don't, then the ones you care about will always know that you will never truly give them your full self, nor will you ever truly trust them with your most vulnerable self, and that will cause you to lose them. But like I said, it might very well be too late already with him because of what you did. And when when you think about it, that's fair enough, really. As much as I truly worship the ground that Visa walks upon, if she ever raised her hand to me in anger, I'd walk away in a heartbeat. Because at that point, I'd simply not be able to be vulnerable and exposed around her anymore because I'd not be able to trust her. And it's a lesson you need to learn and accept either way. Seven said and Sean and noticed the look of on Visa's face behind him. As well as it was surprised by the power of his words, she could see that she agreed with him. If I ever did raise my claw in anger to the one I love, I would fully expect this group to expel me. Because at that point, I would be a bad claw, a vile mate-abusing claw. I would not be worthy of a place that he gave me at his side. My anger, while it is always there, will only ever be unleashed on those that truly deserve it. Those that would harm us, or those that we protect. Because that is righteous anger, an anger that serves the innocent, to be avenged and to be protected, is what we claws call justice. And that's what me must strive to be, sister. Because in the eyes of those that do not know us, we will always be monsters at first sight. So it was up to us to prove ourselves to them and to show them who and what we really are, what we really stand for and what we can really do. We must earn the place at their sides that we crave, just as I earned mine. You now must earn yours, Visa said proudly and Seven nodded in full agreement. For the time being, you both have a chaperone until you can earn my trust back. They're going to go everywhere with you. They're going to stick to you like glue. But if you're smart, you will show them and the rest of us that you've heeded my words. And you can use it as a chance to possibly get their help with what plagues you. Who knows? Maybe their insight might very well show you the piece that you need to bring back to bring you where you need to be. So, Shauna... Ven's going to be yours. And Faith, you got Wisp. 
Seven said, and the pair nodded, fully understanding why he was doing this. They were going to be observed, and if they stepped out of line again, they'd be gone. Thank you, Seven, they both said in unison. Thank me by making this right, he said, and with that, he was gone. As Ven and Wisp stepped into the room, Shauna slightly swore to herself that she was going to make this right. She was going to go to Timothy, first chance he allowed, and she was going to get down on her knees and she was going to show him exactly how sorry she was. She was going to make him believe it. They had been given a chance that neither of them deserved, and she for one was not going to squander it. But that's when it clicked. Seven was a lot smarter than she'd given him credit for. It just didn't start then. It started now. Shauna got to her feet and in front of Marcus, Ven and Wisp. She walked right across the room to Faith and she held out her hand to her. I am sorry for what I did to you and what I said to you. But I also want you to know that I believe in these people and what they stand for and what they offer to this world. So right here and now I want you to know that I will defend them and stand for them as they once stood for me. I lost the most important person in my world fighting at their sides and I have given too much to throw the chance that they have given me here away. I will protect them from anyone that will try to hurt them, she said and Faith looked at her in utter amazement. But then Shauna saw in her eyes a shine as she got the meaning to say that I'm going to apologise to you once but if you ever try to hurt anyone else, I will defend them, win or lose. I accept your apology, Shauna, and honestly it's not truly needed. I completely deserved it, and to be fair it was about time someone beat some fucking sense into me. And I don't know if it means anything to you, but I'm actually quite glad it was you. At least it showed both him and me, for all your faults, you were willing to lay it on the line and go out to defend him. That's got to be a start, right? She said, taking and shaking her hand. I hope so, Faith. I really do. Shona said, and from the nod of Ven's head, she knew she'd made the right choice here. Now all she had to do was convince Tim of her sincerity, which, given what she'd done, would be easier said than done. So that was chapter 51, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, looks like Seven uh, has himself a dark side, but I think he managed to pull it out at the end to show them both what he was truly trying to teach them. That the old cliché of, with great power comes great responsibility, little line is actually quite true, especially when you do have power like that. you got to use it the right way, because it's really, really easy to throw your weight around when you have that weight there, but it's not really easy to use it where it needs to be. So, is Tim going to forgive Shauna? Is Faith going to be able to put herself back on track? And these are a million more questions. In order to find the answers out to them, you're going to have to tune in next time. So until next time, this is Ghost Nobody signing off and saying, I'll see you next time.